Welcome to another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, coming to you here January 8th, a day before the NFL playoffs kick off. Jammed, packed NFL round one preview show today. Um, but first, just going to quickly touch on what happened the other day. Just awful, all around awful. I don't really have a lot to say other than that. It, it's just horrible. The videos were insane. Um, all I really have to say is hopefully we can get through <laughs> these next couple weeks and with the new administration start fresh and try and undo some of the damage that uh, he has done over the last four years. So, yeah, that's it. Now let's avoid all the problems in the world and talk football first. Hello? Hey, Dad. Hi, son. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Just uh, I just have, oh, I have a couple things, but just obviously the wild card games. But I have like some old games to compare these games to. Possibly, uh, can't lose parlay, best game, quarterbacks you trust. So I have like a decent outline. Good. Sounds good. All right, I'm ready to go. Welcome to another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, joined by a man of many names. Uh, I call him Dad. <laughs> Chris, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, thank you for the invite and uh, looking forward to an exciting weekend of football. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I had to have you on, you know, your team prominently involved. Um, I think we had you on and right in the middle of their losing streak or did yeah, it before they went on the losing been, streak? Like, uh, no, it was right before the Cincy game. So it got worse before. Yeah, it, 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 we thought it was rock bottom and then it, it went a little lower. <laughs> but now it's it seems to have, you know, you guys back on track. Uh, but obviously Steelers, Browns, um, couple Steelers-Browns playoff games. I was just looking back throughout history today. Um, do you, does any Steelers-Browns games, like, jump out in your mind? You know, because there was the one playoff game when, when they came back. I think you've actually told me about that well, one. That was a crazy one. That one's the one that, that comes back to my mind. Because <laughs> I thought for sure they had lost. And there was, like, four minutes left, and they are down two scores. And and I, I gave up on it. But, yeah, no. Pretty amazing. They came back and won that game. Got a score, quick stop, and scored and won basically. So yeah, yeah, and 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 they're they're coming uh, ahead again this year. We'll get to that bunch to get to. Um, let's just dive into the games to start off with. I think that obviously we should start there. The games matter the most, and then I have a couple other things um, to get to, and then I hope you're ready to make a Super Bowl prediction oh, because I sent out a. Uh, ask any questions today, and I got three responses, and they were all who do you expect to win the super? Like, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Playoff predictions that's all anybody asked. So, we're both going to have to come up along the Um, way, yeah. But, um, and then a little bit of quarterback talk because that's always good. So, that's the outline of today's show. Jumping in to the playoffs, we 
have six wildcard games, obviously the first time in NFL history, uh, three games uh, each Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Bills hosting the Indianapolis Colts kick it off at 11 o'clock our time, uh, so mountain time, um, 105 Eastern. Bills hosting the Colts. Col- Bills are seven-point home favorites. Um, this is a game. This is a really good game. I mean, I've, I've talked about it on this podcast. I've talked about it um, just with you, I think, even just offline, where it's just like if we're talking AFC teams, uh, sorry, Miami fans. You know, we know a couple, but, like, it, it'd be better just viewing-wise if they were the team that missed and, and the Colts were able to get in and the other teams stayed the same. That is what happened. So pretty good games all weekend, too. Uh, so I think this is a pretty good one. Bills by seven. What do you think in this game? I think this is going to be a really good game and probably closer than that line. Um, I just, Indianapolis, the, their ability, now obviously, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later with, with Rivers, but their ability to run the ball, great offensive line. Um, but it, it, it's a good game. I think ultimately, I think the Bills will win. But uh, I think Indianapolis will cover on this just because their ability to run the ball. And it all comes down to Rivers. And, and these, you know how random, some, not even random, but just these things come down just to a few plays. And if Rivers cannot make that big mistake, which he's avoided for the most of the year, then I think they, this game can be a, a one-score game at the end. But, boy, with Josh Allen and Diggs and just the way the Bills have been playing, the defense has come around a little bit toward the end of the season as well. It's it's hard to go against him, but I, I think it's going to be a, a close game. Bills cover. Uh, excuse me. The Bills do not cover, but that's my thought. Yeah, I, I'm kind of along the same thought process. I think Indy can definitely come in and keep this close. I actually have a comparison to a game. Uh, I have a couple of these actually for every game. Comparison to a playoff game of recent memory not too far back um of where this kind of reminds me of this similar matchup and i'm starting off with the packers of course but this reminds me back to 2014 packers cowboys packers were hosting the cowboys the the packers were rolling at this point they were really on a hot stretch and the cowboys came in as a run team you know uh, maybe a, a quarterback that was very good um in romo but had some decision making uh, problems at times. I think that was his one knock. And uh, Josh Allen, who's been very good this year, um, and the Bills, who are red hot. And I just feel like that that game kind of compares to um, this game a little bit, where mm-hmm. the Colts can come in and keep it close. Um, the Bills, maybe a little bit of nerves to start off with. This is a team that hasn't won a playoff game in uh, two decades. Like So there's definitely some demons that they need to work through like i know that you know that teams a lot of teams don't buy into that whole thing and i'd be interested to see where you fall on that you know as a coach but um what do you like i because they haven't won a playoff game in a long time do you think that creeps in at all in in moments like that or is this just a new team a new roster a new coaching staff it doesn't matter Um, and i'm just too in it as a fan and i think it's i think you're i think the latter what you're saying i don't know what the you know if you're on this team and you've never really been a part of any of that history, 
I don't, I don't, I just don't know that it makes that much a difference. And maybe it's even a little bit of a motivator. So I don't, I don't think that creeps up in the back of your mind, but as a player, even as a coach, but I think, you know, for the fan base, it's a, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's nightmare because you, you've lived all those heartbreaks and, and such. So I don't think so. And, you know, it's not, I think Buffalo will have fans there. So the energy may be a little bit different, not, you know, not a lot of fans, obviously, but, but I think, I don't know that that'll make any difference. I think it's a new game and, and all that kind of stuff. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably right. And that, so I'll, I'll get to my prediction as I've rambled on here now for five minutes, but I, I, I think your line of thinking is right. I think Colts keep it close. I have a 21, 27 uh, bills win. I think Colts can keep it close for somewhat uh, line sitting at seven. So I think, I think grabbing the points is, is a smart play uh, moving in, moving on, excuse me, to a different game, another intriguing game. I think it, another uh, maybe a different style game just because of these two offenses compared to the explosiveness of Buffalo and even India at times can put up points. Um, Rams Seahawks uh, Rams by three Rams are three and a half point road dogs Seahawks three and a half point favorites. Uh, this is a game that I look at and it's, it's really hard to call. I I'm, I'm really confused here i i landed on a certain way how i think the game's gonna go but um someone that doesn't hate the seahawks more and more each day what do you think of this game well it it's honestly one of those things that i don't i have a hard time quote betting against russell wilson i really do um i just So, um, I don't know. I, I, I think yeah, I, think I mean, it's sitting at three and a half, really, and you like you get the. You know, I just I don't know. It's, it's, I like the Rams, and there's times that I really like the Rams. It just seems like they they put it together, and they got that great defense, and and McVay, and all that kind of stuff. But then you just look across the field, and somehow, some way, Wilson always has a way to get them where they need to be. You know, and that's probably what makes you dislike them more and more, you know, because they, they kind of play with that. Oh, it looks like they're going to lose. It looks like they're going to lose. And then and then all of a sudden, here we go. Here comes Russell Wilson, makes that play, and they win. You've seen it. I mean, you've been right. and, that's, and that's why I think they win this game ultimately. I think I, I'll be unbiased enough to at least pick them to win at home. I know there's, you know, no fans, but I think, uh, they should be able to at least advance and win this game on something like that. Maybe they're down all game. Maybe the Rams are coming back. I mean, it's every Seattle game is the same. Like we, that's kind of been discussed at like nauseum, you know, like from me at least just like, how are they constantly doing this? Um, but they keep it up and, and then, and then they've almost adapted that style of play um, line at three and a half. I ultimately I'm taking the Rams plus three and a half. Uh, but I think Seahawks win the game by three. That's what I'm saying. Would you take Seattle and buy half a point? Yeah, I think so. Um, or even a full point to get them down to two and a half. I think they ultimately win the game. But that field goal is, is scary because that three and a half in terms of just betting wise, say Seattle's up 10, there's really that you could see a late Rams touchdown for sure, obviously with the back door. 
Uh, I mean, I think it'll be close. You know, I think the Rams defense is good enough to keep this close. And then uh, we haven't even gotten to the big X factor. It's just which golf is going to show up. I mean, he's got the thumb injury. Uh, he's going to play, but I mean, <laughs> who knows with this guy? I mean, I really, I've been really hard on golf at times. And then I've kind of been like, is it, is he really this bad? Like, I mean, you know, he has McVeigh, he's producing, you know, I have, um, then there's some games where he just completely no shows. So I'm not sure what to think of what, what we're going to get from him. This well, game. and you've kind of had that, uh, his persona of being a no show on the road a lot. Has that been, I haven't followed the Rams as close this year. Has that been not as much of a factor for him? Because sometimes he gets yeah, down the so road, it, it's they, like, oh my gosh, what happened to golf? Right. Then he's, it's been that, I mean, at Seattle was really bad. He's had a couple better ones where he kind of debunked that. But I mean, I still don't trust him on the road. Um, at San Francisco, he lost. At Buffalo, he lost. Uh, he, obviously, the Seattle game a couple weeks ago. Um, I just think he's – and then he didn't play last week against Arizona, but he's just too up and down and volatile to even predict the Rams at this point. But I think their defense is good enough to keep him in it. And it's it's interesting because, like, you look at Seattle this year and they've they've completely – flipped from the team they were because they start off the year this insane offensive team where they put up 38 35 38 31 27 34 37 and 34 through um through eight weeks that's what they were putting up and then since they have scored over 30 once and that was against the jets so they have not scored over 30 since uh the first week of november i mean this is an offense that is uh, other than against the jets this is an offense that has really just fallen off and the defense has picked it up where they were getting torched to start the year. Um, just classic Pete Carroll magic, getting this secondary from bits and pieces to all of a sudden be productive. And, you know, I think Pete Carroll, I won't go off on that tangent, but his, I think he's a defensive innovator, but we just don't talk about it as much because we don't know what we're seeing really on defense. I mean, maybe you do, but like, as far as like the football viewing public, but that guy is a defensive genius. Um, that would be my, that was my tangent real quick. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, they've just completely flipped as a team. So I think the Rams defense should be able to keep this game close. But as far as them going into Seattle, winning a playoff game, what that takes, like, I just, I don't know if Goff has it in him. I, I'm going to go with Seattle. I think they'll cover. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a game that reminds me. I kind of hope they don't, though, to game. be honest. I hope they lose. <laughs> but I think they so do I. I hope Seattle loses too. It'd be it'd be better for the Packers, to be honest. And also, I hate Seattle. So, yeah, definitely cheering for the Rams. But this game that I kind of reminded me of a divisional rival game. Your team was involved in the playoffs back in 2008. AFC Championship game, Raven Steelers. Um, just a defensive battle. We're going to be one on turnovers. Um, which Russ has been susceptible to that this year. That's one thing. And so is golf for sure. And just hard hitting. These teams have already played each other yeah, twice. You know. One and one this year. I think Pittsburgh actually went three and all against Baltimore that year. But yeah, I, I could see it as a game like that. Yeah. You know, that, that familiar familiarity uh, breeds contempt type deal. And it's, you see that in a lot of these conference matchups, not conference matches, but division matchups. So I, yeah, I, I think 
Oh, that could be a, that could be a, you know, one of those games that because they're so familiar with each other, that maybe a play, you know, where, where you just read the route, right. And you get a pick six or, or, right. or you, you have a tendency and you know that if, you know, you get your hands up at a certain time, that ball bounces up in the air and you get, you know, great field position. You just, it could come down to something like that. So I don't know. Maybe I'll go back because maybe that will be a three-point game. It's gonna. That's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, it's gonna be close. Like I, I really think it's gonna be close. But then I mean, watch Seattle will be up seventeen zero in three minutes after Goff has thrown two picks or something. Well, that'll be um, that'll be a blowout then because I don't know if they'll come back from that. So. Their one blowout win. Um, but yeah, that should be a good one. I think really. I, I think in all seriousness, it should be. Next game is the night game for Saturday. Um, of course, they were going to put Brady in, in prime time. Are you serious? He has a deal with the NFL every Saturday night. It's been the Patriots for a decade. I'll, I'll bet I know this. Like I was going through it. It's divisional round Saturday night. Every time I swear he has some deal with the NFL. Um, but oh, yeah, they, so, yeah, he's the man. <laughs> he's the, he's the, yeah, I mean, he's the he's Saturday, great. You know, there's a reason acknowledged as the greatest of all time. So yeah. I guess yeah, he can get the Saturday playoff games. Um, but even against the football team, who is not fun to watch at all. Uh, so it's Bucks first football team, Washington football team, Bucks eight and a half point road playoff favorites. Have a list to go through of, of this big of road playoff favorites, and actually the surprising results. But what do you what do you think on this game? I right, I'm leaning heavily toward the Buccaneers covering that. I, I just think, and I like Washington. I think they have a really good defense. Quarterback play is not great, obviously, but they have the ability to make some plays and such. But I just the way the ability to push the field and the weapons that the Tampa Bay has, I I see them covering and uh, really kind of coming out hot and, and setting up what would be a most likely right a, a matchup with green bay that next round which would be epic but but yeah, I, I really see i, I just right. see, think tampa's scoring the ball so well it's going to be hard for washington yeah i mean it's it's tough to look at this and be like okay here's the t- here's the case for the football team um like there really isn't any i mean i'm i'm just i'm it's struggling to make one their defense is decent but like with Brady, the weapons, Arians, you feel like they should at least be able to get to a certain amount of points that the football team isn't capable of getting to with just their limit limitations on offense. I mean, you know, great story with Smith, yeah, uh, yeah. But clearly limited. But as far as uh, winning like a playoff game against Tampa, who has a pretty good defense too, mm-hmm. um, so I mean. Yeah, I mean, they really could have lost that Philly game until Hurts got benched. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's really hard making the case for the football team. Um, but okay, so that so a couple big favorites in recent in recent history, um, and and while in 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 the playoffs, so that are road favorites. So this is like big time division winner going against something like this, a terrible. Uh, division winner it doesn't happen really as much as you think as far as these big big uh lines coming out obviously the famous one that everyone is talking about and it's the one that i'll bring up is saint seahawks from 2010 where um the seahawks were seven and nine nfc east winner or nfc west winners uh and the saints were the defending super bowl champions saints were 12 and four that year 
and the Seahawks won that game outright. The Saints were 11.5-point favorites in that game, and they lost outright. Um, Breeze adding to the resume in the playoffs. I uh, forgot all about that game. That's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, and that's the Marshawn run, the, be- the Beast Quake, and all of that. So it, it really doesn't happen a ton. Um, the other, the other time a losing team made the playoffs was Carolina, but they were actually favored in that game because the Cardinals were starting uh, Drew, Drew Stanton. Um, and, like, Cam had gotten hurt. So that team wasn't even really, like, that bad of a team, you know? So, like, this doesn't really happen as much as people think. And, I the yeah, like, I, I'm actually with you back to the line. I think – I think it is it's definitely Tampa's to I mean they'd have to completely blow this. Like talent wise, it's not close on either side of the ball really. Like as good as Washington's defense has been, I mean, those weapons are really hard to match up with. You look at it as an eight and a half point line. I see it as Tampa winning by two scores. I got twenty three thirteen Tampa win, so I definitely think they cover, unfortunately. And when our prediction so far that does, it does send them to Green Bay in round two. So, I mean, that would, wouldn't be good fun at all. So, um, <laughs> It'd be fun to, uh, yeah, like how scared of Tampa should I be? Yeah, yeah, you should be scared. I think you'll win. I really do. You'll probably end up with about a four-point favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking like three and a half, four. Like I don't think we're going to be big-time favorites by any – Stretch the imagination in that game. I lost you there. But, yeah, I agree. I think the Packers about a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Should be a heck of a game. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't expect us to be big-time favorites at all. But, yeah, I mean, well, I guess we can get to that next week if it comes to it. Sure. Um, but moving on to the Sunday games, one of the I, – I just think this is a great slate. I was going to say another really good one, I think uh, – rematch of last year's playoffs a rematch of a regular season game that went into overtime earlier this year um ravens at titans ravens three and a half point road favorites was that surprising to you to see them three and a half point road favorites or were you expecting something like that it's a little high i thought just based off of their last meetings now you want to talk about animosity, right? Uh, now they're not in the same, they're not in the same you know division there, but they are they are there. There's a lot of bad blood there, and I'm sure Baltimore. I thought the way you know when they kind of met at midfield the last time and the coaches got together, I thought what Harbaugh said was spot on. I thought he was spot on when he says it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. You know, it's one of those things. Unless it's some kind of a friendly gesture to go, you know pat somebody on the back type deal. You just don't cross the opponent's 50-yard line. You let them warm up over there. You take your side, and you kind of do that. And for those guys to be in Baltimore doing that, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was disrespectful. But that's <laughs> that's going to add to more of this fuel. But it won't, you know, as the game goes on, it's just going to be, are they going to be able to stop Derrick Henry? And can they stop Lamar? You know, what? Who? which superstar has the better game. And in the last couple, Tennessee's been able to to not only hang in there, but they get wins. So not only did they win last year's game in Baltimore, they've won earlier this year in Baltimore. So it's going to be, I think they got a great chance to wear them down, wear them down, wear them down, and then and maybe could come up with a win. But so, yes, I think it is a little high. Yeah, and it's tough because I'm, I'm, I'm a big Lamar guy. 
Uh, but like this is like it's tough because I'm just trying to be fair here. I look at this run the Ravens on and I like them. I like the Ravens a lot. I liked them before the year. Uh, and I look and I really break it down and it's and the wins. And since they've gotten hot and they've kind of really reestablished themselves, I think, because, you know, because they were really struggling there. Now they reeled off five in a row. Um, but the five wins are Dallas, the Browns, which I guess that would be like the good one. But then Jags, Giants, Cincy, and they are crushing these teams. Oh, yeah. Always have. Like, they crush bad teams. Like, they do. They do. So, I, there's part of me that's like the Ravens are. They're playing well. They're getting hot at the right time. You know, that saying that you hear on every show at this time of the year, are they getting hot at the right time? Um, and you could ma- definitely say that about Baltimore. But also, you could say and turn around and be right as well. Look, you break down there when they played a good team this year outside of Cleveland, who they own. They own Cleveland, um, kind of like you guys yeah. have. Um, but yeah. yeah, like Cleveland's just struggled against Baltimore. Uh, Kansas City, they lost. Pittsburgh, they lost. Uh, at New England, they lost. First Tennessee, like you mentioned, they lost. At Pittsburgh again, they lost. Um, like, so really the quite and they're, I guess their one, win, their one win against a good team this year is at Indy. And they won that game by 14. But Lamar threw for 170 yards, didn't have a touchdown pass. It was not an impressive win. The Colts really lost that game more than the Ravens won it, if you can think back that far. I can, uh, yeah. And it's so it's just like, I think there are still fair questions. What does this team look like against a, a, a team that they're just not going to run for nine yards a carry against? Um, and Tennessee's defense is bad, though. And that's that's what I kind of wanted to, to get to, is Tennessee's defense, it's, it's a lot worse than people – even i think understand it's okay so this is i'll just read the espn article that i screenshotted uh because it it was titled and i'm stealing it straight from them that's why i'm giving them credit uh but it's the myth the titans defense is good enough to win in january and they say it's a myth and why it's wrong and it's just a quick little paragraph it's just not even close to being right anymore of the 184 teams that have reached the nfl playoffs since 2006 the titans rank 183rd in defensive efficiency. Um, so this is one of the worst defenses to make the playoffs literally in the, in the last decade. Like I, I could see ball. I mean, there's a reason this over under is a half. Um, I could see a lot of points. I, I, huh, I don't know. Like I, I, this is another game. I just like, cause I just at first glance, like, Oh, I love Baltimore. But then it's like, you really dig in and yes, Tennessee's defense is bad, but, this is a team that has had success against Baltimore. So um, I ultimately fell with Ravens uh, 33, Titans 30. So Titans actually cover, but Ravens win the game. I think it's going to be close. I think the way the Titans play makes it that way. And, uh, yeah, I think I think Titans lose a close one. Ravens win. Lamar gets his first playoff win. Oh, I, I would be happy for Lamar because I honestly – he is, he is one of those X factors that he can help you. You could beat anybody anywhere with the type of things that he can do. So he, right. to, for him to stay in the playoffs, that's kind of fun, you know, because that, that opens it up and you're like, well, he can, I, I would feel like looking forward thinking, well, if Baltimore ends up going to KC, what a game, <laughs> you know. I don't yeah, know if Tennessee can go to KC. That, they they probably can. Because this could this... – this could legitimately be a round two. And how does this sound? I mean, uh, so if say Baltimore wins, we'll give this to Baltimore, even though Tennessee could win and it'd be a good matchup too. Uh, but say Ravens chiefs, uh, Pittsburgh bills, 
you flip over to the NFC and it's Packers, Bucks, and it's Saints, Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, that's as good yeah. as it gets on any weekend of the year, any sport. Like, I mean, that, like, that's just, like, that's historic franchises, even if you want to go that way. Like, I mean, that has every storyline, uh, that divisional, like, rivalries, Brady Rogers. I, it would be incredible. Um, but um, we got to get there first. But yeah, like, I think. Baltimore is going to ultimately win this game, but I think it's going to be close. I just look at so Titans. I'm actually picking the Titans to cover. I guess. Three and a half, yeah, right? I think uh, Ravens yeah. win. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Baltimore as well. I think they will cover as well. So I'm going to go with a little bit higher of a spread there. So I'm thinking more of a 37-25 type deal, 26. You know, some kind of crazy scoring there, but yeah, I just think. Baltimore is just – they're just too dangerous right now. But, but one thing to look for is if, if Lamar struggles with the with the passing game and they're not able to get huge chunks. You know, you talked about that poor defense. But if they are behind the chains a little bit or if they're in those third and longs and Baltimore struggles and then and then Tennessee is able to get that ground game going, it literally – it could go different. It really could. So, it, again, it's, it's the NFL, right? So any of these things could happen. But I think Baltimore will end up covering <clears> – <throat> It's going to be another good game. Uh, maybe one that's not going to be as good. Um, Bears at Saints, but maybe. Um, Bears are 10-point road dogs against the Saints. Uh, Saints struggles the last decade in the playoffs. I'll just run through them quickly because everybody's doing it. We mentioned the Marshawn game. Um, that, <laughs> that I mean, that's you lose to a 7-9 team. That's, that's, that's yeah. Um, but they so they lose that one to them, and then they lose the Niners game the next at the Niners the next year. They miss the playoffs for uh, three years after this, um, and since then the Stephon Diggs play against Minnesota, um, where they lose in divisional round. They have the pass interference against the the non pass interference against the Rams a couple years ago in the NFC Championship game um, prevents them from going to the Super Bowl. Then last year they have the Cousins overtime pass. He hits the end of the one, and then the non-pass push off was it a whole thing with Rudolph? They lose to Minnesota last year, um, so it's it's they've struggled the last decade. I mean, hey, you can do the same thing with Green Bay to be fair, but yeah, I mean that's just what it is. And um, now they play the Bears. <laughs> Bears have no playoff success since like ever. Um, Made the Super Bowl in 06. Other than that, nothing since 85. Um, so what do you think here? Well, here's, here's the thing. 10-point home. Here's the thing. So I'm, and it does seem like New Orleans kind of blows games that they shouldn't. But I – so here, here's – are we being a little bit – obviously, Trubisky's not our man. You're not going to you're not gonna bet the farm on Mitchell Trubisky. But Bears had been playing well until they went to Green Bay. So you could argue, right, that Green Bay is really good this year. They got – Rodgers is just hot as hot as can be. He's in this group. Five all pro. And Devontae is unguardable. So them going up there and being competitive somewhat with the Packers, but losing. So are we – and I – New Orleans just I, – I don't know. I, I, I still think the Saints, but – I'm looking for maybe the Bears to keep this close for a little bit longer and make them a little bit uncomfortable. I really, I think the Bears have played well in the second half of the season. 
obviously just to get in. They ran into arguably first, second, no worse than the third best team in the league right now, for sure. If you want to say those two AFC teams are still a bit better, but I'm t- maybe, maybe the Bears can keep. What was the line on it? Saints by oh. ten. Give me the point. It's. I mean, the Bears are just they're just dying for you. Uh, yeah, Bears, I, right, like just exactly. That's probably. <laughs> they're probably the Saints are probably still covered, but I'm going to go ahead and say, give me the Bears. Give me the points. I'll take the points. The Bears keep it closer than they. Do. Based off some of the yeah, I, as well. So still breeze there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think there's no doubt the Bears can keep this close for a while. I mean, the Saints are another team this year, at least, that hasn't shown the tendency to just completely blow the doors off teams. I mean, you look at their wins, really, other than the game where Denver had no quarterbacks, and then uh, these last couple games. So I guess they're heating up towards the end. But Minnesota and Carolina, they've been in some barn burners uh, this year. Uh, um, so, I mean, the Bears have a decent defense. Sure, the Bears will do the old old school um, playoff, ball control, good defense, control the clock, try and keep New Orleans off the field. Um, ultimately, I landed on the Saints covering. I think it's – my final score was Bears 13, Saints 24. I think the Saints defense this year is the difference for them in terms of not falling apart. This is a really – been a defensive team this year breeze has missed some time Taysom was in there playing like um they've really exploded on offense recently but it's more been their defense this year and i think that they can hold the bears in check ultimately they pull away at the end uh saints 24 bears 13 is is my prediction i like i like um, saints too so, I, I, saints are good enough to beat anybody i hate to say that because i don't really like the saints though, they are they are good enough to beat anybody yeah, they they're 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 solid. Like they're really good. Um, they have a really good defense. Uh, Breeze, which I mean, he doesn't look great. Am I am I am I wrong? No, he, there? Is is it is he looking better? Like his than I, I think because to me his arm looks pretty much done. He's he's yeah. dealing with the ribs. I mean, yeah. I I I don't think unless he heals up a lot that he will. I think this will be his last year. I really do. Yeah, and this seems to be the Saints' last run. So, obviously, you know, ton of pressure on the Saints. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to say, yeah, Bears are going in there and winning. Um, but they got it. They, if they blew this one, if this, like, then I think the playoff questions are, are really starting. I know they won the Super Bowl, so that's so stupid. But, like, um, you know, my take here. But, like, then it's like, okay, what's going on? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, this is the Vikings and Bears in back-to-back year. It's not like you're getting, you know, like, I don't, if they were to actually blow this, like, that would be. Yeah, that would be, that would be nuts. Um, But, yeah, I think they ultimately win. Uh, Next game, it's your team. It's the Sunday night game. I mean, wow. Like, again, Sunday night game. We've never had, like, a Sunday night wild card game. I remember that one year uh, when the, the Steelers game got like delayed um, and it got pushed back to the night after the Packers Cowboys game. I remember we, we like, I remember that, um, but, and that was in the divisional round. I don't ever remember a wild card night game, um, but it, here we have one. It's the, it's the Browns at the Steelers Steelers up to six and a half. A ton of money coming in on Pittsburgh. 
um, this line, I think, opened at four and a half or five. Like, th- this has shot up to six and a half. Um, Pittsburgh, we talked about their, their kind of, I mean, 11 and 0. Uh, then we lose three in a row, have that insane comeback against Indy. And then obviously last week is, you know, they're not playing anyone. But um, yeah, like, how are you feeling going into the playoffs as far as just as a Steelers fan? Um, how you guys, I guess, are sitting right now, and this could kind of even lead us into our next discussion in terms of Super Bowl stuff. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling right now on Pittsburgh? Well, I think I'm feeling a lot like what Vegas thinks, so to say. A lot of the people going to Vegas or going to my bookie or wherever, and just you know, I don't, I don't want to win this way, you know, so to say. But I, if they see there's end up winning, I'll be happy. But I mean, the Browns won't have their head coach, right? They're missing their, their left guard. Right. They're missing a receiver. Now, people, obviously, the Steelers have injuries. They had they had COVID issues. All every, every we all all of our teams deal with this to some extent. But beyond the one time you made the playoffs in basically the last twenty years to not even have your head coach, I, I just think it's and then it's, it, brutal. it's brutal. And it's not like Baker's been right now. And again, Baker's had a good year in a lot of ways, but Ben could literally go out there and call the plays. He would, I. They would miss Tomlin, but he, but um, Ben could call the plays, and they'd probably be just fine. In fact, they've shown throughout the year that they're almost better when he just goes. You know, they just go fast, and he just goes. So I just think it's in Pittsburgh with all that, and and that D line for the Steelers is tough. You know, Hayward and Tuitt, and you still got Watt coming off the edge, and you li- you're losing your play caller, you're losing your best lineman. I, I just I think it's I think it's a lot to ask for the Browns to go in there and cover that. I think the Steelers may in fact may in fact nighttime in Pittsburgh, no fans, but boy, there's been a lot of teams that have gone in there with no fan with fans in, in the Steelers in, at the night, and it's not gone well for them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually right there with you and the way the line's moving. I think. Pittsburgh wins this game by two scores. I, I got 28-14 Steelers. I think this could be a game where maybe even Browns score less. I mean, like, it could get ugly. I'm not just saying this because you're a Steeler fan, you know, coming on the pod, always appreciate it. Um, but, like, I just really feel like this is a good matchup for them. They've always played Baker well. Um, they really had Baker's number. I mean, you just go back to the, the one game we have this year. And the, I mean, last year was even worse for Baker against Pittsburgh in some ways, but he's 10 of 18 for one touchdown and two picks. Um, uh, this is a good matchup for their defense. I just really think matchup wise scheme wise. Um, it's a good matchup for their defense. Uh, and obviously the COVID stuff too, that just makes you feel even better about taking Pittsburgh in this spot at home. Um, does it worry you that today you're coming on the podcast nine years ago? Do you know what nine years ago today was? <laughs> Unfortunately, I saw the tweet. Yes, I saw the tweet with Tim Tebow. Ike Taylor, <laughs> the Ike Taylor tried to tackle. What was who was it that caught it? I don't remember Demarius Thomas yeah, he, being that fast. Taylor was fast. Ike Taylor was fast too. But if you notice that he tries to tackle him around the forty yard line still on Pittsburgh side of the field up top and he kind of loses him for a minute. And then as he stumbles, that was, that was race was over. So yeah, no, yeah. that was wrong. Brutal. <laughs> that Brutal. was probably a game that you thought the Steelers would win by two scores as well. So 
So, yeah. That's the other game, actually, that was a high line. Pittsburgh was a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite in that game, I think, or seven, or touchdown. You know, they, Denver, you know, at yeah, home always gets a little. That place gets nuts, so. Um, but, yeah, that game, wow. I mean, looking back, like, somehow Tebow completed 10 passes for 300 yards. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, okay, yeah, I think, I think you guys get – I think you guys actually take care of business on Sunday night. Go to go to well. We have Buffalo, but I guess you're probably hoping for Buffalo to get upset, get Indy back, or uh, get yeah, you know maybe sure. the Ravens into Baltimore yeah. or some sort of Pittsburgh. Get, or uh, like yeah, because Indy would then go to K- KC, right? And yeah. uh, Baltimore would come to Pittsburgh or or Tennessee, obviously. So, so yeah, now yeah, I don't really want to go to Baltimore. That that's that's the honest truth. So. And not to Baltimore. Yeah, to I, I, I don't want to go to Baltimore. So, yeah, much rather have Baltimore. I, yeah, I got what you're saying. Much rather have Baltimore come to Pittsburgh. Um, you know what's funny is like, and we'll get then we'll do the Super Bowls, but and then we'll uh, get out of here. But like the first, like the uh, two teams that really have, and I wish I would have got to this when we were talking about the matchup, but two teams that have a really actually um, long playoff history and it kind of fuels into the feud that's going in in some ways uh is ravens titans so they've actually met a bunch of times oh they met in 2000 when the ravens had the 2000 ravens defense the historic defense in tennessee ravens won 2003 wild card tennessee won 2008 divisional round Tennessee was 13 and three one seed Ravens won allowed Pittsburgh to host the AFC championship game um then last year Tennessee goes into Baltimore and wins so it's always like flipped like the road team is always winning so I mean that makes me I mean that again like maybe Baltimore gets it this year um but yeah, Tennessee Ravens, weird rivalry. Um, but it's definitely but if you a think rivalry. Back, well, I guess yeah, I can't even say that because I was gonna say Tennessee was Houston, and then you, but Baltimore was then Indy, and who? Yeah, that's it's crazy. Anyhow, all right. So we, I actually sent out a tweet to ask uh, the followers if they had any questions for low expectations, and uh, got three responses, and it was actually all just uh, Super Bowl prediction or playoff prediction or wild card. Um, and we just did all those. We just did wild cards. So um, if you just had to say that um, you're picking one team uh, or two teams to meet in the Super Bowl and then one team to win as we're sitting a day away from wild card weekend, um, who would you – who are the two teams that you would – Well, as of right now, as of right now, I think the best team in the NFC is clearly Green Bay. I just – they're just they're just hot right now. They're 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 hot. So, um, so I'm going to say uh, the Packers, and then I think honestly right now the the best team in the AFC is the Bills. So at this point right now, I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers versus the Buffalo Bills, and I think the Packers win. That's that's honestly where I'm leaning. That's that's I think right now those even though, I mean it'd be fun if KC was there or. You know, you had even if the Steelers were there, you'd have you know Rogers versus Ben and that rematch of the Super Bowl. And, but I just think Buffalo. Now yeah. again, playoff football is a little bit different. It's a little more intense, and everything seems amplified. And 
and maybe a kit goes off the uprights or maybe you get a random PI, PI call. We've talked about this already. But from where I'm sitting right now, I'm going to go with the Bills and the Packers and with the Packers getting the win. I appreciate it. <laughs> I do. That would, I mean, that would, that would, would be, great. be great. That really would. Um, Odds-wise for the Super Bowl, we got – just we got Chiefs plus 250, Steelers, I mean Packers plus 350, Saints plus 800, Bills plus 650, Bucks plus 800, Ravens 10 to 1, uh, Seahawks 13 to 1, Steelers wow. 20 to 1, Saints, uh, I mean Titans, I'm all over the place, Titans 30 to 1, Rams 35 to 1, Indy 50 to 1, Browns 55 to 1, Bears 80 to 1, and then football team 100 to 1. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in those football team odds uh, to win the Super Bowl. But, yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at. Uh, yeah, I don't want to just, like, be chalky, but I think I would say Saints – I mean, I would say Packers, Saint, uh, Chiefs. Packers, Chiefs would be my pick right now. Um, the Bucks matchup is is unpleasant, uh, but at Lambeau, the way they're playing, I don't know. It feels different as a fan, but, again, that, that stuff might not mean anything. But – yeah, hope, we'll see. It is always unexpected. I mean, at some point, it's crazy because I was going through it, and it, at some point, you're going to be pushed to the limit pretty much as the Super Bowl winner. And then you'll look back, like, remember when that was happening? Like, literally every year. Um, you're going to – I mean, I'll just go through it. Um, the last couple of years, Philly, they're playing Atlanta with Nick Foles. They've lost three in a row since Wentz has gotten hurt, and they're down – four in the fourth quarter um of that game and they win the super bowl uh like the following year you have the patriots they're they're in overtime many times it felt like they're gonna lose that chiefs game they were on the brink and then they just won i mean this is just how it goes in this sport and then last year the chiefs multiple times were down multiple scores they were down 24-0 to the texans they were down 17-7 and then they were down i think uh, 24-14 to the Niners or something like that. And all three rounds, they were down double digits. So at some point, it's not going to be easy. But yeah, I would say Green Bay, Kansas City, but it's it's just random. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, that's our pick. So you, you got Packers, Bills and I have Packers, Chiefs. It's concerning. We both have Green Bay. It's it's very concerning. Well, hey, I think they're the best team in the NFC. So, uh, well, it's gonna be crazy. But so I have a couple. So, okay, this is the thing that I just I wanted to talk about. I was just talking about like getting pushed like uh, in the playoffs and all this, and it's just who do you trust? Quarterbacks ranking scale we'll say I, I don't even know but like we'll just say brady since everyone considers brady the go uh brady like as who you trust the most to who you trust the least how would you rank these quarterbacks um because I, I i tell me how accurate my list is because i i put together one real fast then you could maybe think of yours because i know i'm just giving it to you on the fly um so i okay i i rankings going into the playoffs i got mahomes one rogers one a one b i think those guys like i just feel like third down you're you're still feeling like okay that's a third and eight we gotta have it this is it and they get it 
Um, they can they can run for it too. They can hit them. They can still make any tight window throw. I just think those are the guys that in when it tightens up like this. I just think those are the two that I trust the most right now. And I'd put anyone else a decent amount below them at least right now. Um, and then after that, I'd have Russ and Brady in the next tier. Where even Brady, I mean, hey, I love to hate on Brady, but he's doing it again this year. <laughs> he's and you know he's putting up numbers. Um, hasn't looked great at times, but they're doing their thing. And then you got Russ, obviously. Russ, the Russ thing speaks for itself at this point. He's been doing it for almost a decade. Um, I think that's a cheer of itself. And then I think I'd put Ben right below that. I think I'd put Ben right in that middle, right yeah. after those two, where um, Ben, I still think he has that gear in. You saw it in the second half of the Indy game where all of a sudden, you know what? our season's kind of slipping away here. We got to make some throws. We got to push the ball down the field. And he starts to do it. Um, still having that in his back pocket, I think I think it's definitely fair to put him above um, uh, anyone. And then I'd put Josh Allen in that tier too. And then maybe people are going to hate on this because, again, I've been anti-Josh Allen, but I still think I got to see it first. I mean, it's a different game. I'm not always bought into the huge, like, uh, announcer talk like oh the game changes in the playoffs but I think it actually does obviously never been in a playoff game but just the way it feels watching it definitely it has to feel that way playing too you'd imagine I think the game definitely does change so I I, I gotta see it with Josh Allen I think tomorrow is definitely a big test for him and then I'd put Breeze below that because he's the arm strength is a real thing the playoff stuff we've been through it um, yeah uh, and then after that I'd put Rivers. Rivers is a guy that produces. He puts up numbers. But ultimately with Rivers, it's just how do you feel about him on a third down? How do you feel about him in this game? How would you feel about Indy going and pulling upset if they had, like, I was going to say Deshaun because he's been in the news a lot. Uh, but, like, uh, just Ben even. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, a, a guy that's not Rivers and the turnover, like, pr- prone he's been. Um, so I, I'm, that's why I'm slotting him this low. I think the lack of playoff success in his career kind of documents that, even though he does have good numbers. Um, and then I'd put Baker and Trubisky, like Baker better than Trubisky, and then Trubisky down at the bottom, and then whoever his football team is starting. Uh, how does how do you feel about that list? Um, and am I too hard on Josh Allen? And what would kind of be your or? Yeah, I don't I don't think you're being too hard on Josh Allen. I, I think. Allen will actually come and play well, though. I think, I think it's still in a holding pattern for him, to be honest, because he's he's had a great season. Much, you know, he's proved a lot of the naysayers wrong, and good for him. He's a big, strong kid. He's got not a kid. He's a big, strong guy. He's got a, he's got an amazing strength for arm strength. Um, but now's his time to kind of make that next jump. If he comes in and has a great run, and like I said, prediction gets him to the Super Bowl, then then you gotta then you gotta bump him up. And then he'll go up moving forward. And then he'll have to, you know, get worse to get off of that list out of where you're at. So I don't think you're being too hard on him right now. It's probably where he belongs, just right there. Um obviously your top guys, it's hard to argue with with that and and your bottom guys. I I, I mean, how much do you trust Baker? How much do you trust trust Mitchell? How much do you trust, you know, obviously anyone the football team puts out. You're just thinking not that they can't come out and play well because you've seen that in the past, but you know, going into the game where we're sitting now, it's hard to, it's hard to be like, Oh yeah, 
those those are my guys and I feel good about it. So I like your list. I think I think you're right there. Some might say you're you maybe put Russ in those in that top tier uh, based off some of the success that he's had, but he's not played fantastic this year. He's been solid, but he's not played fantastic. So so I think you're about right. I agree. Did you see what Doug Baldwin said about Russ? I did not. What did he say? He said this yesterday on an Instagram comment. And of course, me, I'm loving it. Uh, he's because he was talking about the Legion of Boom. Because uh, when Seattle won their first when Super Bowl, it really felt like, okay, this is like, and they were in it for a while. They went to, they went again. They went back to back, last NFC team to do it, to be fair. But it seemed like they were going to really, you know, go on a run for a while. Like Seattle's going to become like almost New England of the, of the NFC almost. Yeah. Like there are some articles like that. Um, and this is what Doug Baldwin said about him. When your leader is a narcissistic, self-promoting, pathological liar that uses the Bible as a prop and is supported by millions of people that can't see through the bullshit, when did you think, what did you think was going to happen? Oh my That's God. why accountability oh matters. Oh. I mean, it's pretty much what I've been saying about Russ for years. And it's, it's really true. Like, if you can see through who Russ, like, all his media just dancing and, like, like, I mean, like everything he does that? with the media, like it's, and he's always praising God. It's the Tebow thing all over again, where it's just like, I roll, like, I, yeah, I'm just like, will you please stop at some point? You're using it like as a prop, like you really are. Like, I, I mean, and like, I don't know, like it's, it's, I, I'm not a Russ fan though, uh, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Doug Baldwin just cr- crushed him on Instagram yesterday. I don't even know why. But yeah, that's kind of the. I can't imagine. I can't imagine talking about a, a teammate that way. Not a former teammate. That seems. That seems wow. But yeah, I mean, he just crushed him. It was. It's insane. I mean, wow. Like, but yeah, Russ. <laughs> let's see i mean he's uh, they could really I, I mean seattle's defense is like playing much better seattle's 13 to 1 to win the super bowl they got a shot um wow that's so, fun yeah, it's gonna be fun it's, that's uh, that's interesting i didn't know that that's, that's great <laughs> oh, well. well it's gonna be a fun Big weekend, ben, super bowl really MVP odds now that i'm just deep into Deep into my bookie now that a uh, Super Bowl MVP odds already. Big Ben thirty three to one. If you want to grab him right now, Big Ben. Yeah, that, I well, it's if they get there, he could certainly you know those odds would go down quite a bit. So good chance to get it now. So I think it's gonna be fun. All right, I think yeah. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Playoffs are fun. I'm glad the Steelers are back in. I really am. So. It's going to be great. Like, this is a real – I mean, with the extra games and then even, uh, like, just, like, the AFC's teams this year, I mean, it's it's going to be really exciting. I mean, even tomorrow we just went through it, a couple of really good games. So, um, yeah, anything no, else? No, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. should be a lot of fun. The whole weekend is going to be a lot of fun. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. And i um, going to have to have you on if, like, the Steelers yeah, make a run. I'd love, sure. I'd love to. Um, thanks, right, Dad, thanks, thank Don. Appreciate it, son. Take care. All right. Good. Bye. All right, guys.